And there was a little store. It was kind of downtown. It's not there anymore. It's called The Pilgrimer. I brought them a box, one whole box of 12 candles. It probably took me a week to make them. I was very slow in the beginning. So I brought them the candles and um, they sold out in just a few days. I was like, okay. And so I took like my 100 whole dollars and bought more supplies and made another 12 candles and brought them. And that kind of started it. And all of a sudden I had a business. From Grindstone, this is Nebraska Made, a narrative journey through the lives of Nebraska's most inspiring business leaders. We unpack the intimate details of how our guests navigated obstacles and built their companies in pursuit of the good life. I'm JT Martin, and today we are from Alicia Reisinger, the founder of the handmade candle company, Wax Buffalo. Our guest today, Alicia Reisinger, studied radio and film in college, so she knows how to tell a good story. She generously battled one of the coldest days in Nebraska history to come in and tell us her story, and when you talk to her, it's not hard to see how her personality would inspire a brand like Wax Buffalo that has somewhat of a cult following for its aesthetic and charm. Alicia is spreading her warmth and light throughout Nebraska, and she's doing it one candle at a time. Interestingly, I was actually born in Lincoln, Nebraska, but only lived here for like six months. I was just like a little squirt here. Um, but I grew up in Kansas City. I guess I was. I probably was entrepreneurial as a kid, but I don't think I would have called it that. Like I had a zillion clubs. I was always starting something new or some small business. There was this little tiny shop on the main street of my hometown. Um, and then there was this little old woman in there. And so it was her house. And then part of her house, she converted into a tiny candle shop. And I had no idea what I was buying. And so she kind of helped me learn how to pour candles. She would just take me back into the kitchen and be like, okay, this is what you need. And back then it was a lot of like bright colors and glitter. Um, but I, like I was a very nerdy child that handed out candles to all of my friends as gifts for Christmas. And so I actually went to a very tiny Bible college in Chicago. I wanted to be a documentary filmmaker. I was, I love storytelling. Um, and they had a really cool um, film program. And so, um, yeah, that's what I went into to Chicago with. Uh, I was a radio and television and film major with an emphasis in electronic media. Um, my, I met my husband at Moody too, and he was a, he was going to go translate Bibles, but I kept putting him in all my films because he was really cute and super good looking. I was like, you should probably star in my film. And um, then, you know, we kind of fell in love. And then uh, he was like, oh my gosh, this is actually super fun. I kind of want to do it too. And so he ended up in the same major as me. And um, long story short, we both lived in Chicago for a few years and then my grandma got sick. So the grandma that was here in Lincoln, um, she was in her third bout of breast cancer and she was just getting older and this time was harder than the first two. And so we were like, we'll just go to Lincoln for six months and live with her and clean out her gutters and make her spaghetti and take her to her appointments. And um, so both John and I moved here with that intention. Um, we were living in downtown Chicago and it was wonderful. And the plan was to just go back. We just never did. So we came here and we both got a job together doing production, um, working on this show called Footnote. So we would travel around the world and tell stories and it was awesome. And so we stayed. Doing documentaries and really kind of digging into these awesome exotic stories, it, yeah. it must change you almost like at a DNA level to see things differently, to yeah. see stories and be able to, I guess, create in different ways. Do you think that's Absolutely. inspired you at all at Wax Buffalo? Yes. I mean, I think 
my heart is always telling good stories or finding good stories. I love meeting humans and hearing their story. And yeah, it does. It totally changes your worldview. So Alicia and her husband spend half a decade leading a team of 10 plus highly trained production experts on an award-winning television show called Footnote. It was a documentary style show that explored different themes in every episode, death, community, anxiety, etc., through a series of stories collected from all over the country. And it was really beautiful and well done. If you think back to your lit classes, you might remember someone named Henry David Thoreau. He's one of those hipster poet guys who sold everything, moved out to a little cabin in the forest, and lived on berries and rainwater. It seemed like Alicia's path was pretty laid out until life suddenly took another direction. So we were producing Footnote pretty fast and furious, and I got pregnant. Um, we wanted to, and it was wonderful. And I had all these dreams. I was just going to take her with us. She was going to be part of the dock crew. I was going to throw a baby on my back, and we'd be fine. And Navy was born with a cleft lip and palate. We didn't know it. And so when she came out, the doctor actually whipped around and um, said, okay, I have to tell you something really fast. I, I need to brace you. And so when she handed me Tiny Navy, most of Navy's face was gone from one side of the nostril all the way to the edge of her lip. So she had a what's called a unilateral bicleft. And so it was pretty extreme. Yeah, it kind of just stopped everything. So with a cleft lip and palate, they wear different devices that stretch their face. Like their nose has to be stretched or their lip has to be stretched so that eventually they can do a surgery that will help connect the lips. And at some point, like her next surgery is they're going to take bones out of her legs and build her a jaw. Um, yeah, she's beautiful and perfect and like an old warrior soul. Uh, but it definitely changed the trajectory of like what we thought we would be doing. And so, okay, I was a mom and I had this baby that had to be at doctor's appointments like literally two, three times a week. She, yeah, she just kind of became my job. And I don't know, I've talked to a lot of mamas now that have had like special needs babies. Like you, you really internalize what happened. I, I thought it was my fault. It's not, I found out later. It's just in our DNA. It's like in my family and I didn't know it. But I thought maybe I did something wrong. So I started to really like evaluate my lifestyle and what did we have in our home and were there toxins? I got really crunchy. She was like a cloth baby, baby diaper. Like we did everything crunchy and weird. I made all her food. We had two English bulldogs. I made all their food by hand. <laughs> like We got weird. But in the course of that, I started looking into just the stuff in our home, like what we're using to clean or like even like candles. I didn't realize like how toxic they could be. And so a little bit out of just that research and a little bit out of necessity, I, I mean, I wasn't working anymore. So our budget was a little tighter. I started making my own candles again. And I think in some ways, too, I just I needed something that wasn't going to doctor's appointments and yelling at insurance companies. I just needed a break. I needed to tell stories again. I needed to create again. And so, yeah, I just started making candles in my kitchen and giving them to friends. And yeah, that's kind of how it all started again. And these aren't the candles that you made in the 90s with like glitter and like right. blue paint and like <laughs> toxins in it. These right. are different. Now that I had done my research, I was like, so that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> no more of that. So yeah, they're pure soy candles. I learned a lot about like wicking is even like super important. So we use a, a pure unbleached cotton wick because it's safe and can burn in your environment. It's not going to harm you. All of our oils that we use in our candles are essential oils or they're phthalate free. And phthalates are just something that preserves or creates a stronger scent. Uh, sometimes you'll find phthalates like in shampoo or soap because it it intensifies the experience, but it's actually kind of harmful for you. Yeah, for the whole first year and a half 
of wax buffalo. Um, I made all the candles in our kitchen and I, I literally blew up our stove. At one point it just like combusted and was done because I think I was using it too much. So I was making candles. I was handing them out to friends. I wasn't selling them. We were just kind of living our lives. I was doing production and voice work and eking by, right? Um, someone finally was like, you should maybe try selling them. And I was like, no. Because it's against it, the ethos. Right. Yeah. Well, and just like, it's one thing to like hand you a candle and you're like, cool, thanks for this other, another candle, Alicia. But for me to like put it out there, put a price tag on it and say, this is what it's worth. And I think you might buy it. That felt very scary. But I had really good friends. Like I had a good community and they kept pushing and I finally tried it. And there was a little um, store in the, it was kind of downtown. It's not there anymore. It's called the Pilgrimer. And they supported local makers really well. So I brought them a box, one whole box of 12 candles. It probably took me a week to make them. I was very slow in the beginning. So I brought them the candles and um, they sold out in just a few days. I was like, okay. And so I took like my 100 whole dollars and bought more supplies and made another 12 candles and brought them. And that kind of started it. And all of a sudden I had a business. Wow. Yeah. Did it have the X's on it at the time? Yes. In fact, um, it's kind of funny because of my background, you know, like I went to Bible college, like I'm super spiritual. Uh, my original, I had two designs. I had amber jars with X's and amber jars with Swiss crosses. And in Nebraska, people were really excited. They were like, oh my gosh, are you making Jesus candles? And I was no, like, I really love Jesus. He's great. That is, these are not Jesus candles. And so I was like, I think we'll just go with the X. And, and then it took off and it kind of became our brand. That's amazing. I don't know. Something about it just seems so kind of minimalistic, but 100%. it kind of makes a statement. It kind of evokes a sense of almost danger because it's yeah. an X. It's telling you not to do it, but it's like beautiful at the same time. Yeah, I it's do. Cool. I really love the way that it just like looks in a clean modern space because it does kind of, it grabs your attention, mm. but it also fits because it exactly, it's super mm. minimalistic. Hey, Nebraskans, if you like this podcast, check out the other podcasts from Grindstone called Spark to Fire, where Grindstone CEO Landon Rhodes interviews entrepreneurs and elite performers to unpack what made them successful from both a business and a personal growth standpoint. You can find Spark to Fire on all of the major streaming platforms. So mind you, I'm two months into my business at this point, right? Like started my business in October. So we're coming in on the Christmas season and they're having this Christmas market. And I had this goal of making a hundred candles, which was a lot. It, for perspective, we make three to 400 a day now. But like back then it was like two months, I can make a hundred candles. Yeah, I, I uh, enlisted my best friend. I only made 89. I didn't make it to 100. I failed. <laughs> um, but I went to the maker's market and we sold all the candles in the first hour. It was like a four-hour market and they were gone. And it was it was super exciting. I mean, it was pretty simple. I think I had three cents, like a classic cinnamon and an evergreen. And those are still around today. Um, but there were um, there was this really cute couple that came in that owned a store in Omaha. And it was a super modern store. And they were like, we really love the look of your candles. We'd like to wholesale you. So then I had to figure out what that meant. Googled wholesale. And in fact, they were pretty pivotal in just helping me build my wholesale brand. They were so kind. It's Nick and Brandon, they own Hutch Modern in Omaha. And they, uh, like, piece by piece, they're like, okay, so wholesale means you sell it at half the price to us. And then we sell it and we'll we'll put in orders. And we sell out, we'll put in new orders. And you need what's called a line sheet. So I created a line sheet. And, and then, you know, being in Hutch Modern, it was such a cool store that other stores started to see it. And we're like, oh, I think we'll also put your candles in. And so it started to grow. 
So Wax Buffalo starts appearing in local stores, and something about the design and the quality and their timing to market really just clicked. When Alicia started the business in 2014, the concept of all-natural household products was just starting to take off with brands like Dr. Bronner's Soap, The Honest Company, or Method Cleaning Products leading the way. From 2015 to 2019, natural household product revenue grew by 25%, from $51 billion to $64 billion, and it put Wax Buffalo in the perfect position to form a partnership with one of the biggest CPG retailers in the world. One of our like most exciting growth opportunities was when we locked Whole Foods. So that was like our biggest wholesaler that we had ever locked. It was an interesting journey to get there because we didn't go through corporate. We knew the buyer here in Lincoln. And so we just kept bugging her for different names until, and she was super kind. She's like, became a, a good friend, but gave us the corporate buyer in Chicago. And so we, it was risky and against my personality, I never want to like bug someone. And so uh, which is not good to be an entrepreneur that doesn't want to bug someone. I, I need that differentiating personality. So we wrote and sent samples to Chicago with like a, and um, she wrote me back and was like, yeah, we smelled your candles and they're amazing. And we love the way they look. We're putting them in all the Chicago stores and then we're going to actually expand you into the Midwest. So I'll be putting in a PO and I was actually driving in my car, you know, like at a stop, like reading it and was like, <gasps> And pulled my car over and like ran around somebody's front yard screaming for a while and then got back in the car. And that was like a big build. It also meant that like we had to start like uh, investing in resources. And so I think th that was the start. If I like can pinpoint it correctly, we were building our wholesale really beautifully. We were building our team really beautifully. We were not making money. <laughs> and so um, it was a scary year. It was also the year that we built our storefront. And um, we have a we have a really great deal on our rent, but it costs like thirty thousand dollars to make that place work, and our budget was just really strapped. Um, I wasn't paying myself. I I actually took out a loan on my house to keep the business going and didn't tell anyone on the team. They still get really mad at me about that. They're like, "What? You don't do that again?" Um, I was really nervous. Like, I definitely like. There were nights I was like, not. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I was worried. I was about to have another baby. I was like, what am I doing? And it was, you could see the potential that the growth was, it was coming. It just hadn't come yet. And I knew that if I could sustain it, we had maxed out our line of credit, maxed out our credit card. The loan in my house was maxed out. Like, it was scary. Mm -hmm. And so that Whole Foods email was like, we're going to make it. We're going to be yeah. okay financially. Someone's okay. Yeah. 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 It's like just the promise that like those orders are coming. Yeah. It was big. Then, so how many candles did they order? Well, this this will make you laugh because like it felt so good. And they're like, we'll put in our first order. And it was like five stores in Chicago and they each ordered 12 candles. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> that is not what I thought that was going to look like. And so it is, it is much better relationship now. But interestingly, and I think I didn't know this, but like it was building a blessing that I didn't know I was going to need. When COVID hit, all the wholesalers stopped ordering. Everybody started to lose business. People got really scared. That didn't happen for us because our biggest wholesaler was a grocery store. And all of a sudden they were ordering more candles because what happened is people could go to the grocery store. And so their luxury item that they used to get at Target, they were now buying at Whole Foods. And our sales started to tick up. And we started to see bigger numbers and bigger orders. And then because that was happening in these regions, they, re they expanded us into new regions. And then because those regions were selling candles to new humans that were finding us, we started to see our e-com tick up. 
And so COVID actually, like, what started out as a very, very scary thing. We're completely strapped, you know, and then we're like, oh, we got to shut down the storefront and cancel all of our <laughs> parties. Um, it's been actually a really beautiful year of just slow growth. And we're healthier now than we were before. We paid off the home loan. We all cheered at our team meeting. <laughs> so that's safe because you're really not supposed to do that. But <laughs> What about Nebraska, do you think, made Wax Buffalo take off? You know, one of the cool things about Lincoln is that um, we don't have a lot of crazy shopping here. We don't have a lot of big brands. And I'm not saying that's a positive or a negative, but I definitely think there's a craving for something new, something beautiful, something different. And I think when you start to see those things built here, people gravitate to them. You know, we, we're we called Wax Buffalo. Like, I, there, I read this article long, long ago about the way that a buffalo is different than a cow. And it, when a storm comes up, a cow will run from the storm. But a buffalo actually heads straight into the storm. And they lean into it. They get it over with. They deal with it. And um, I resonated with that a lot. And I think it actually, like, I can see that in so many of my friends and, like, companions that, like, that's how we are here. We work hard. We help each other. We lean in. And we get through it together. And honestly, I would say, even just like this last year, you know, dealing with everything with COVID, like that's what our community, I think, did in a really beautiful way. They supported small, they rallied, they figured out ways to like keep each other breathing and living and sustaining. Today, Wax Buffalo has a brick and mortar retail space in the historic Haymarket District in Lincoln, where you can smell and experience everything that Alicia and her team is creating. They're making hundreds of candles a day for their customers And this summer, they'll be hosting a pop-in pour studio where they teach you how to make candles in just 25 minutes. You'll get to pick your vessel, the fragrance, find more information on their website or on their Instagram page. I'm JT Martin, and this has been a Grindstone production. Grindstone is one of the premier production and marketing firms here in Lincoln, offering everything you need to grow your business from video and podcast production to social media management and media buying. You can learn more by visiting grindstoneagency.com. I always feel like you do not need to buy our clean candles, but there's tons of options and it's worth it to spend a little money on a clean candle. Yeah, it's the big candle industry just yeah. telling us lies, you know, selling us. <laughs> We're exposing it, JT. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right here. <laughs>